The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you like the content today, I want you to go and click the subscribe button so that you can get all of our future uh, content on all things investment banking recruiting related. We put out content on a weekly basis, multiple times a week, and I don't want you to miss it. Okay, now, today I want to talk about uh, your investment banking resume, okay, which is one of the most important documents, obviously, when it comes to your entire application process, Um, but not just because it's going to get you the interview, but also because when you get the interview, um, what's on your resume is actually going to determine a lot of the questions that you get asked during the interview. Okay, so um, rather than talking about what to do on a, on a resume today, which I think we have another uh, video on doing that already, but I want to talk about what not to put on your resume, okay, or what not to put on your CV um, if you're from the UK. So in terms of what not to put on your resume, the biggest thing is don't put anything that you don't think you want to get grilled on in your interview. Okay, I'll give you an example of that. So a lot of times what we see is students will put stuff on their resume just to try to um, make themselves look like a better candidate, right? Like maybe they worked at an internship and they didn't really do that much. But obviously you you have to put something on the resume if you want to say you work there and then so they'll start making up things or even if it's not completely made up maybe they exaggerate a lot about just exactly what it is that they did first of all don't exaggerate to the point where you know you if you say you are an intern and you ran the entire due diligence process on your own or uh you know stuff like that is just like seemingly impossible like that's the responsibility of someone a lot more senior on the team your interviewer is going to see right through that, right? So it's not going to do you any good anyway. In fact, if anything, if a bullet looks really, really exaggerated, in my experience, what we will do as interviewers is we will be more likely to dig into that specific bullet point just to poke holes in it and just to see if you're telling the truth, right? And, and if you're not, it's going to be very, very easy for me to expose you, okay? Now, but even if you're not exaggerating, like sometimes people will, um, like they'll put, certain deals that they supposedly helped out on their resume right like oh i worked at this small investment bank or i worked at this small private equity firm and here are the selected transaction experience that i have um you you should you know i like that format where you highlight the specific transactions that you worked on but if you do that you want to make sure that whatever transactions you highlight are, are transactions that you know inside out, that you, you, you can get um, grilled on it and, and you won't have any issues talking about it, right? And when I say you get grilled on it, I mean, it's literally down to, I mean, you have to know, obviously, the strategic rationale of the transaction, why did the buyer want to do it, why did the seller want to do it? But even beyond that, down to the nitty gritty details like, the financials of the business that are involved, right? Like 
how much were they doing in revenue? How much were they doing in EBITDA? What was their growth rate like? What was their margin profile? What um, what were the, the, the multiples, right? Well, like what kind of valuation were they getting? How did you come up with that valuation? Oh, who, oh okay, so you did comps. Oh, well, tell me, who did you use for the comps? Like who who are the, the comparable companies that you guys chose? Why did you pick those companies, right? Okay, and then what were those companies trading at? Okay, so those companies were trading between five times revenue to 10 times revenue. Well, so why did you guys value this company at seven times revenue? Like why not at eight times or nine times or 10 times? Like that's the level of granularity that we can really get into if we wanted to, right? And so if you don't know how to answer questions like that, um, then you're at danger of looking foolish, you know, when you put this experience on a resume and you write all these bullet points as if you did a whole bunch of stuff, but then you can't really talk about it when you get asked, okay? So either really, really make sure you study up on uh, on these deals that you put on your resume and really know them inside out. Um, and it's not just deals, right? Like an, an exercise that I would probably do is um, I would make sure that you go through every single bullet point that you have on your resume and test yourself on like, hey, what what can I say about this specific bullet? And if they ask me, hey, what did you do here? Like, do, do I have about this specific, what did you do in this bullet? What does this mean? How would I elaborate on that? And am I going to be able to speak to it intelligently? And if the answer is no, or if you can't come up with anything good for it, then you're not going to want to include that on your resume. You're going to have to take it out and put something else in. You're going to have to replace it with something else. Okay. So I would do that for every single bullet point. It's a good test. Um, to see what should make it on what shouldn't and of course basically at the end of the day you're striking a balance between trying to make your resume look as impressive as possible without also exposing yourself in the interview okay because getting to the interview getting invited for the interview that's just half the battle it won't really matter if you get to the interview and you just fail the interview because you know you look like you lied about what's on your resume but you said you did something when you didn't really do it right so anyway hope that helps you guys um, make sure not to make these mistakes, okay? Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.